When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are three names that I'm watching week three of OTAs for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And as we close out organized team activities and head into minicamp, man, I expect big things, a lot of headlines, and definitely the busiest week this team has had since stepping back onto the field. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talkers. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. We're talking about the three names that I'm looking forward to in week three of Steelers OTAs. We are about to close out OTAs for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Head to minicamp one final week. And with it, I expect big things. Last week, Things heated up. It was the beginning of a ramp. The Steelers started week one of OTAs and it was boring. There was nothing going on. All we were talking about was, oh, everybody's getting acquainted with each other and the defense is starting to mold itself. Just step on the field and see Patrick Peterson here and Joey Porter Jr. learning and Alex Highsmith talked about his contract. Kenny Pickett, first year as a starter, Mitch Trubisky's contract extension. Boring headlines week two we got a little bit of juice calvin austin started showing out joey porter jr took some first team reps patrick peterson moved to the inside to play a little bit of slot demonte kz bragged and bragged along with levi wallace about how good Corey trice jr was it was a very exciting week for the pittsburgh steelers especially a team that right now is simply just working in helmets and shorts There's nothing going on. There's no contact. There's no offensive line competition. There's no tackling. It is 75%. Put your head down. Practice the fundamentals. Come out of this better than you went into it. But really, don't get hurt. That's the biggest thing. Stay healthy. Week three, you start to accelerate all of that. Just like week two did. You started to get your feet wet in week one. In week two, you started making plays. In week three, this is a team. We are here. They understand the playbook. They get what's going on. They have an idea of how practice is being handled. And for the final week, the final time that they could show out before minicamp, and then I get it, minicamp's a lot better than OTAs, and then you get your break before training camp. But for the final time in OTAs, that last little ramp-up period, we should see the most exciting week of football the Steelers have put on in these last three weeks to a month. And with it, I expect three names to kind of pop. And I've been waiting on these three names for the last three weeks. I expect big things from them. And I believe this is the time where we look at it and go, oh, okay. Yep. Yep. And by the end of the week, I can predict now that we will have the headlines, much like we had last week with Corey Trice taking over the weekend and Calvin Austin showing off his speed and everybody talking about that. We will have headlines this week 
on these three players. The first one is Kenny Pickett. It's been an unexciting two weeks for Kenny Pickett. Not much going on. We only talked to him once. Nobody's really bragging about the second-year quarterback. There hasn't been that big headline of, oh, Kenny looks ridiculous. This is it. All we talked about is, did Kenny get bigger? Is he the next Ben Roethlisberger? Is he the Big Ben 2.0? That's all we talked about. And who cares? It's OTAs. Everybody looks a little bit different than they look during the season because you had a whole offseason to get in the best shape of your life, and then you will slowly regress from that shape as the season moves on and you have less and less time to put your body through weightlifting and all this intense exercise and so on forth because you're so banged up and focused on recovery. I expect this week to be more about Kenny Pickett's play. I expect George Pickens to be on the field and active. I expect Deontay Johnson to be on the field and active. I expect Calvin Austin to be ready to fully go and fully accelerate and fully take off. I expect Pat Fryermuth and Darnell Washington and Connor Hayward to all be familiar with each other. The offensive line looks fine. Jalen Warren has a bigger role. This is the week for Kenny Pickett. It should be the first time that we walk away from this week and go, Kenny really put out. And don't get me wrong. The defense looks so good and has so much talent on paper that it's got to be tough for a second-year quarterback, no matter who you are, to go up and face this first-team defense. It can't be easy, and I keep saying that to myself. Every time a day passes and we aren't talking about Kenny Pickett, I just say, yeah, man, but the defense looks really good, really good. And when guys like Corey Trice Jr. are making headlines, it just means that they look even better than you even imagined, than you could have anticipated. So it's got to be tough for any quarterback to go up against them and make plays and make those splash headlines. I get all that. I expect this week at least one day, but I expect it the whole week for Kenny to put himself on a map and for us to talk about him and say, yeah, Kenny looks good. Kenny's having a real good week. Kenny's really ramping things up. The offense, the passing game looks good. I expect all of that by the end of the week, and I expect all of his stars on the field as they prepare for minicamp. And I think this is the week that we get a little bit of attention to the Steelers' next franchise quarterback. Number two is Cole Holcomb. He hasn't really done much. He's been playing individuals, but he talked to us early in OTAs to say that this is going to be a slow ramp up, that they're being cautious with this foot. But by the end of last week, he was starting to move a little bit, starting to play in team. I talked to him a little bit and, you know, He's going to continue to slowly progress throughout this summer. This is the week that I think he gets on the field a little bit during teams, during 7-on-7, seven 11-on-11. Seven, 11 11. Maybe makes a play, maybe makes a couple of plays, but we get our first real taste of Cole Holcomb on the field. And I think Cole Holcomb's got a ton of potential. I think the Steelers look at this guy, and I've said this from the beginning, that they view him as the inside linebacker, the guy that they could build their room around, the guy that they've been looking for, a field general who could play both the run and the pass. That's who they want in Cole Holcomb. I would like to see that this week. I don't think he's going to do a ton. I don't think he's going to be just the superstar right out of the bat. That is crazy. But I do think we will get a glimpse of, oh, okay, yeah, Cole Holcomb is very athletic. Cole Holcomb could make plays. Cole Holcomb could defend the pass. Cole Holcomb does have the instincts, or he looks very sharp out in the middle of the field there. He commands the defense very well. There will be some sort of headline that pops off of week three. As long as Cole Holcomb continues to progress and see more time on the field, 
which I anticipate him doing. If he does, and if everything works out, this is the first time that we're going to see if he really is that true number one that the Steelers want out of him. Do I think that we'll get a full look at it? No, I don't think that'll come until training camp. But I think that that first glance will be very nice and highly anticipated. And at this point, something that there are not many questions left for the Steelers. That one's a big one. And it's time we get a good look. And number three is Joey Porter Jr. There have been some headlines about him, but really it's just about when he's playing. Oh, he's in the first team. Cool. That's really all we got. It's not about what he's doing. He's not making big plays. At least that that we've been re- able to report. I think that week three brings some splash for this kid. For him to get an opportunity to say, okay, look, at I have these first team reps. I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with the defense. I understand. He told me that every day the game is slowing down for him. And every single day, things are getting a lot easier. He's been battling out with Pat Fryermuth the little Penn State on Penn State crime, as I like to call it. And he's pretty much even in that battle. And I think that's a huge start to come out here and be able to shut down to some degree one of the best tight ends in football. This is the week where it all kind of clicks. And I expect him to get many more first team reps, kind of start to really work with that first team as Patrick Peterson moves inside and the Steelers really test that out. And I think he comes up with a couple of plays. At least one, but I think a couple. And I expect him to have a day or a couple of days or a week where we really have to talk about it. And we have to sit down and we have interviews from other guys and him about such a great performance from a rookie and how excited guys are about him. I expect that to be this week. Joey Porter Jr. looks very fluid out there. He looks like a guy who is ready to learn. Mike Tomlin amps this dude up all the time. All the time. I I asked him. I went up to Joey Porter. I asked him two questions. I said, it was the last day of week two. I knew everybody wanted to get out of there. I wanted to get out of there. I went up, said, hey, talk about Pat Fryermuth and your battles with him on the field so far. And he laughed and he said, I got to win those because if not, he's going to text everybody from school. Hilarious. And then I said, Mike Tomlin seems to be getting on some people. Seems to be really firing up the crowd. He's got a little spark under him. And Joey, Joey laughed and he said, yeah. Yeah, he does. He's getting me. He's getting me, but he's getting me and it's driving me and it's telling me what to do and it's firing me up. That's all you want to hear, man. You know what they always say? If nobody's talking to you, you should be nervous. If Mike Tomlin is on your butt all the time, you should be excited. Joey Porter Jr. has got all the potential in the world. He's got a coach that's lighting a flame under this kid. He's learning from Patrick Peterson. He's getting first team reps. Everything is moving So smooth for this guy. This is the week that big plays happen. This is the week that we say, ooh, okay. And it'll be really cool to see the Steelers have a day where Kenny Pickett balls out and then a day where Joey Porter Jr. balls out. It would be very nice to see both sides of this team look really good and are having really good days. And they're splitting those really good days because that's what the Steelers want. They want offense to win Monday, defense to win Tuesday. Joey Porter Jr. has got to win a day. I expect that to happen this week. I expect week three of OTAs to be the best week we've had so far. I expect week three of OTAs to be exhilarating and have some splash and plenty of headlines and plenty to watch and plenty to build upon as the Steelers move into minicamp. I expect this to be the week. 
I expect this to be the most exciting week we've had so far, and so far it hasn't really been a letdown of OTAs. But I think it keeps going up, and it's going to be a good week with those three names being ones that you should watch for.